Hello. Hi, this is Kevin Davis here. How are you? Hey, Kevin, it's Rachel with Life Church. How are you doing? Good, Rachel. Good. Okay, I have Cassidy and Rob on the line, so let me merge the call real quick. Hold on. Great, thanks. Okay, Cassidy, Rob, you guys there? Yep. Yes. Awesome. Here's Kevin. Great, thank you. Hi, how's it? How's everyone doing today? Good. How are you, Kevin? Doing great. <laughs> Good. Well, um, I'm in uh, Pennsylvania, and we're still under a lockdown. And uh, I have several oh, relatives in Oklahoma. So, are you guys able to get out a little bit? Yeah, we are. Our state, I think, is in phase one of reopening right now. So. That's kind of a little bit of a light on the horizon. That's good, yes. Well, we're hoping we're getting there soon uh, because it's getting to be like 70 and sunny and it's kind of like, hey, let's do that. But um, I uh, (laughs) spoke with you, Cassidy, last year about uh, Symphony uh, for my uh, weekly Behind the Song devotional series. So good to speak to the two of you together uh, about this great song, Count Me In. It seems like a natural almost like a continuation of our conversation um, just from the standpoint of um, the encouraging uh, vibe, the, in a way, message uh, that transcends this moment. Um, You know, I think the moment we're in calls for uh, Christians to put our faith in the unseen and to step up courageously, um, you know, for one, what we believe in, uh, and two, in a lot of ways, it's reminded me of um, the passage about always have a reason for the hope that you have within you. And uh, yeah. I feel like there's several layers to this song that really go so perfectly um, with this moment, but also uh, as a Bible study. So I'd love to hear from both of your perspectives, um, you know, the songwriting story, uh, message of the song to you personally, and what you'd like people to take away from it. And I do see that the video is being premiered tonight, so that's exciting. Yes, yeah, we're super excited about that. (laughs) So um, you're absolutely right that Count Me In is kind of like a continuation of the theme of symphony. So with symphony, we talked about, you know, the peace of God that we can cling to when we're walking through chaos and anxious seasons. And Count Me In kind of takes that a step further. So now that we have that foundation, that confidence in God's peace and his unfailing love, um, we can kind of stand on it and say, you know, whatever comes, count us in. It's kind of like drawing a line in the sand, um, just sort of a confident declaration that nothing is going to count us out. Um, so that's really the heart behind this song. Um, Rob, did you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I think it, it really truly is a continuation. That whole, uh, the second half of the record that is now a full project was written after that initial EP. And we, <clears throat> I think we were coming from this place as a church of like, okay, addressing the hurt, addressing all of the things that we go through, but where do we go from there? What's that next step after we find ourselves in, um, in this place and have found hope, you know, and I, it's, it's really almost like a leadership standpoint from us. It's like, okay, what, what's that thing we need to say uh, when we come at these, these seasons again, you know, and it's, it's a declaration of the strength that we find in Jesus. It's like, listen, it doesn't matter what we go through. I'm, I'm in, I'm jumping in, in in every moment. Yeah, no doubt. And, um, you know, what's interesting to me is, um, 
the moment we're in, of course, is is kind of challenging all of us. I think on a variety of levels. Like some people are saying, it's um, if you struggled with fear or anxiety before this moment, you know, maybe you're being tested even more naturally. Uh, loneliness, oh, yeah. obviously, uh, you're probably being tested at a different level. Um, depression. Um, you know, we we do need to reach out to people we know who might suffer from that. And I also think it gives you the opportunity to think about, you know, your family and kind of what's most important, you know, has there been something unsaid that you feel you should really um, make a connection with somebody? Um, You know, I've thought about that, like with my parents, for example, but I find one thing I find particularly interesting about the lyrics of the song, and I know you wrote it before, we, we were told mm-hmm. to stay home, um, involving a respiratory uh, virus, is all the references to breathing in the song. <laughs> so, you know, one more step, one more exhale. Um, you're revi- with every breath, you're reviving these burning lungs. And yeah. uh, I'm finding, you know, that kind of imagery particularly striking uh, in this moment, because I think one of the things that's so scary about this particular pandemic to people is that it is involving your lungs. And yeah. I know we didn't get to talk about this when we talked last year about symphony, but so I'll share this now. Uh, one of the things I've been uh, blessed by in writing 1,017 of these uh, behind the song devotions wow. over the last 12 years is this idea of our breath coming from God and then the breath mm-hmm. that we exhale being a gift back to God. Um, mm-hmm. And that it's something we can't necessarily take for granted. Uh, it is, you know, yeah. by his mercy. And related to that, the Holy Spirit, of course, is also um, signified as breath. And one of my favorite um, examples of that I've ever been uh, told, uh, in particular about the uh, Ezekiel 37 dry bones passage, but also um, thinking about how Abram had his name changed to Abraham, and Sarai had her name changed to Sarah. So both of them, when they were breathed on by God, uh, H is is apparently like the Hebrew letter for God's breath, (laughs) Um, actually is signified by him changing their name and then them being this picture of, of faithfulness because we have told to us in Hebrews 11, you know, Abraham and Sarah went out in faith, not knowing where they were going. And I feel like that's a lot of the vibe I get from this song too, that count me in is about responding in faith to the unseen calling that God has in your life. And I'd love to hear your guys thoughts on that and any other biblical application you'd like me to maybe include relative to that. Yeah, I think that is just, first of all, an incredible, like I didn't, I've never even thought about that, about Abraham and Sarah's names, that their names were literally touched by the breath of, that's just so cool. Um, but it, you're absolutely right. And we were just kind of talking about this a few minutes ago before we hopped on this call, how every single step of the way, when we follow the Holy Spirit, there's always a greater reason than we even realize for everything he leads us to do, including with writing this song. Um, we never, ever could have seen 
a season like this coming, but um, how specific he is in guiding the words as we wrote them, even down to what you talked about with the imagery of the lungs. That's not on accident. Everything happens mm-hmm. for a reason with the Holy Spirit. And I think it's I think it's such a beautiful image of his intimate concern with the details of our lives that he would even kind of orchestrate lyrics of one song um, to be an encouragement to people through this time. And we've heard story after story. People have reached out to our social media and just shared how um, this song has encouraged them, how anxiety has been creeping in throughout this pandemic, understandably so. Um, but we're so happy to, to hear those stories of how God is using this to encourage them. And we know that that's not on accident. He orchestrated that all along. It, it just it speaks to his character. And uh, just just like what Cassidy said, his his concern in who we are, and I think there are times, especially when we go through dark seasons or seasons where we feel alone and desperate, we feel like God is very far away. And uh, this song is a testament, at least for, from what I can see, in my opinion, and I believe this to be true, it's a testament to his nearness and to how much he actually cares, that he's he's going to resource us in this in this series, it was the purpose of Jesus coming down, right? It was it was to show us, no, you are not alone in your sin or in your darkness. I'm going to send a Savior down. And he continues to show us that even now, even 2,000 years later. And this, I think this song is just a perfect testament to his character and his heart for us. Yeah, amen. I, uh, and it's cool um, for me because I have actually just been listening to the song itself and then the whole record and um, – uh, before I forget to tell you, I wanted to let you know that since we talked about your song, Symphony, because I think it ties back into sort of the takeaway message of the record as well, my um, uh, middle daughter, so I have three girls uh, who are 20, 16, and 13, um, she danced in a ballet intensive in Jackson, Mississippi uh, last July, and they uh, did their um, end of their month-long intensive uh, by dancing uh, a recital and one of the uh, groups danced to symphony just so you know they actually had a routine uh, so that cool. they danced to that they danced to symphony and it was beautiful it was like that's modern so ballet awesome. you know and um, that's what they yeah. do they actually have ballet dance routines set to kind of modern Christian songs well something went wrong with the audio um, about a minute into the song and the girls just kept dancing and the rest of the dancers and the crowd just continued on singing acapella. The wow. lyrics oh my so it was one of the most That's beautiful incredible. moments I know that I ever participated in. And we had already talked about your song and I had already written it up as a devotional. So it kind of took on even extra, um, meaning for me but i think i would imagine back to kind of how that all ties together that song this song this record it's kind of just about community you know that what we can all agree on as followers of jesus and say yes and amen to are words like this um because Mm -hmm. they're inspired as as you've both said um by something god knew was going to happen um before it happened Mm -hmm which is so perfect because the song says, you know, whatever comes, count me in. Right. So like yes. you, you now, you now own that, right? Like you're now saying mm-hmm. that's my own 
testimony, like whatever comes, Lord, count me in. And then related to that, um, whatever challenge we're dealing with, and, you know, specifically you mentioned anxiety in the song, won't let anxiety phase me. But whatever that is, insert, you know, whatever trial you're going through. Um, Obviously, a lot of people will be having uh, a trial involving their finances in this time. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe they are going to have a specifically a health trial. Um, And at the end of the day, um, you know, whatever comes, give me the strength. God be my strength till the work is done is really our mantra as believers. It always has been. So kind of what I wanted to know from from you is a theme I've been finding for these last two months and doing multiple behind-the-song conversations is that I think we're in a moment um, of revival, um, that this is Mm -hmm. now our time as believers to not just even deal with the challenges and trials, but also to overcome any fear we might have about sharing our faith and our our own way that the Lord has worked in our lives in order to, again, as I mentioned before we started talking about the song, uh, a reason for the hope that we have. So I didn't know if either of you had some thoughts about kind of how you'd like uh, believers to maybe be encouraged to be counted in in sharing their faith as well as maybe part of a takeaway message for this song. Yeah, I that's so good. I I I think back to scripture when it says mm-hmm. to what Paul says to count it what joy when you yeah. fall into various mm-hmm. trials. Why? Because the testing of your faith will produce patience that you may be perfect and complete, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way we could be perfect and complete is to be close to Jesus. So I I interpret mm-hmm. that so that you may you may become more holy. You will be closer to him than ever before. And I've I've said this through our, our quarantine season and all of that. This is a this is a gift. And yes, there's darkness and uncertainty and all those things are super real. I'm not trying to diminish the suffering when I say that. But um uh, something that our senior pastor has been leading us so well and you know, this is something we've been saying this whole time. We've been saying as the world grows darker, his light shines brighter and we are the carriers of that light. His, like his character is proven and explicit and saturated in times of darkness. This is what he, what he came down to earth for, and we get to hold on to that truth and to not only see it and experience it, but to spread it and to be vessels of it. You know? what, what a gift. What a gift it is. I think you're absolutely right. A revival is happening for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's incredible how we've seen God move more visibly even through this pandemic and this season in our world um, than than even before. Um, we are from Life Church in Oklahoma City, um, and so we're watching as people, um, churches from all over the world, are hopping onto this church online platform that 14 years ago God inspired people here at Life Church to build. Um, and we've been giving yeah. it away for free for 14, 14 years. Um, but just now is the season where we've seen tens of thousands of churches join. And we talk mm-hmm. about it like, and that's just one example. Um, it's almost like we had the ark built and then God brought the flood and now we're able to mm-hmm. give that away for free. But that's just mm-hmm. one small example of what we've seen God do in this season. And um, I think I think he uses all things together for good, even even the things that are scary even the things that are painful, he uses them all um, to 
to transform us and renew us. And I hope that as we start returning to normal, that the church would look a little bit different because of this season, um, that we would approach fellowship and family and um, just relationship with each other in a more, um, a more, a way that values relationship more. Um, and I think it's just such an incredible opportunity to, to kind of reassess where we are as a church this season. I, I don't think he wastes a moment, and I think we'll see that mm-hmm. as we start to return to normal. Yeah, amen. I, I 100% agree, and I'm so glad, um, you know, even across the country like this, we can rally um, in that way. And uh, I um, I have one other passage, and, and sometimes I like to just read these while we're on the call, so I, re- I get reminded to write about it later. Um, the, the voice translation, which is like the new New King James, uh, mm-hmm. of James 1.18, just seems so perfect for, for this song. Uh, which says we have a special role in his plan. He calls us to life by his message of truth so that we will show the rest of his creatures, his goodness and love. And I feel like that's in many ways, kind of one of the themes I want to capture in writing about your song and your, and your record by extension. Cause I, I will kind of weave kind of some of the uh, encouraging messages I hear throughout the record. And, and, you know, we, um, uh, voted uh, on our website quite a bit uh, about both Symphony and you guys as an artist uh, for our We Love Awards for new release today. And I know you guys were um, winners uh, in that way. And uh, look forward to continuing this conversation with you guys down the line about some other tracks. But uh, look forward Absolutely. to sharing this message and embedding this new music video um, into my devotional. And I'll make sure I send it back through uh, Rachel and Dream and if you guys want to reshare it, that would be awesome. Definitely. Thank you so much, Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Robin Cassidy. And uh, my um, my uh, mother and father-in-law and my brother and sister-in-law all live in Tulsa, so they're not too far from you guys. Um, yeah. So one of these times when we make – we've made the trip a couple of times, uh, but one of these times we'll have to make it a point to come uh, worship with you guys in person. So, um, But until – We talk again. Um, All the best. God bless and uh, stay safe. Awesome. You too. Thank you so much again. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.